You got the blue snowball? I got the blue snowball, man. Good, good, good. Dude, I, I huh? got the blue snowball. <laughs> I got the blue snowball, man. Give me an eight ball from that blue snowball. <laughs> man, don't say that, man. Someone could be listening. You say, uh, <laughs> I want the standard. Standard, man. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I have I I have prepared a prepared statement to start. All right. That's fine. That's cool. <laughs> I wrote it last night. I'm just going to read it when we start and I don't I don't even remember exactly all that it says, but then that's what will happen and you can do your prepared statement for show. Then I'll do I'll do my prepared statement and then we can jump in. Yep. Cuz you know there's nothing more pleasurable than pleasure that's under duress. <laughs> I'll go get my clothespins. Where is that? Is that from something? That's from Loop TV, long time ago. I it sounded familiar, so I was like, huh. we were ta- we were talking about some uh, a short film that we saw that um, was about two people in love. During the Nazi occupation. Oh. Of, oh, wow. Of somewhere. I can't remember. If some, yeah. That's interesting. I, yeah. Do you I remember that remember. episode I vaguely? Remember, yeah. I remember that statement. I remember us saying that, but I don't remember the short film at all. So, right. Yeah. It's, but, it's, you know. It's just a blur to me, too. You know, I was thinking about, you know, this this podcast is kind of like Lube TV in that when we did Lube TV, it was a, it was a, you know, <laughs> a cable access show. And right. we only did a half hour, you know, and in yeah. a half hour, you can't really like watch a movie and then talk about it or no. watch a TV show and then talk about it. We yeah. had to, we had to talk about things we could show like short films and music videos and, and right. performance art pieces. Yeah. Preferably stuff that was 15 minutes or less, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that format fit those parameters. That's why we. That's why that show was what it was. Yes. And this podcast doesn't have to fit those parameters because it's an audio thing. We can't really show anything. I mean, we could play songs and talk about them, but that's not right. really what we want to do. That's but true. We can certainly talk talk about the the things that we you know that are out there that anyone can see. That this, we want to talk about, right? And we have, luckily, we have the Facebook page that we can uh, reference, or, or stuff that we talked about on the podcast can be referenced by video that we post on the uh, Facebook page, as we've done obviously multiple times. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. so I, you know, I was like, oh, you know, in a because for a while it was like, you know, we started this talking about the the, the Lube TV, and and that's what kind of led to the the podcast and right. i was like how is this really you know how is this really related but it because the first few episodes we did talk about loop tv a, a lot but then right. we kind of moved on to other things sure but and that was realized, that oh. was that was finding that transition between the tv show and the podcast that i mean we had to include all that information it gave people background history you know not necessarily that we're carrying right. on a uh, 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 audio version of Lube TV, but it's still, you know, it's, there's still that vibe that runs through it. It's just, you know, we're we're gonna cover a lot of different things. 
Right. That's how. Yeah, this is in a way, this is pretty much the logical extension of Loop TV. Uh, you know, this is yeah. Loop TV Mach 2. <laughs> All right. I think, yes, that's so Not going to go do a podcast in front of a festival crowd. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> this is a, a, jazz fu- a jazz fusion version of Loop TV. Right. <laughs> a free form jazz version. Yeah, fusion version. Or something, yeah. Of Loop TV. Or yeah. yeah, something like that. So right, right. So I mean that I was like, Oh, okay. Now I kinda get it. Now I get the connection. Sometimes you're in the middle of it and you don't get it. Ah, okay. Sometimes it it takes a little stepping away to uh, reevaluate yeah. things, maybe. Yeah. True. Mm-hmm. That's true. Right, right. So, hmm. Okay. You've uh you've had an a, a bit of an epiphany. Well, that that yeah. <laughs> I sort mean, that of. was just part of it. Okay. That was just part of part of my something that I thought about recently and I think you're right. I I, I don't know if I even snapped to that until we're just talking now, but mm-hmm. I, I don't think I, you know, it was it was the fact that we stepped away from the show for a little while yeah. that maybe gave me the perspective to kind of see it differently. Ah, uh, yeah. You know, because of the, the the format of the podcast, we have a lot more freedom about what we can discuss. Also, you know, like as we, you know, as we did the right. last episode. I mean, shit, that was that was a complete departure for obvious reasons from right. from what we had been doing, and that's a nice freedom to have. You know, to yeah, absolutely. I mean, if something is like super important and and sitting on top of you, right. I mean, that's uh, hell. This is the perfect format for that. Right. Yeah. So, I think. Yeah. Loving it. it you know, I am. Um, I certainly want to move forward without really getting. You know, we we said a lot of times we've said we really don't want this show to be political, and I really don't want it to be because it would just be an hour. It would just every episode would be like the last episode we did, and and <laughs> Right. But uh, no, I mean, but, you know, we you can, know, we can, it, it's going to creep in. Sure, we can throw in some barbs here and there, and you know, shit that pops up. You know, sure, why not? Why wouldn't yeah. we? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and certainly, you know, certainly something could happen that would would cause us to do another episode like the last one where it's just an hour <laughs> and a, I don't know how you eked an hour and 39 minutes out of that conversation, but you know the funny thing is I didn't really cut that much out. I just got rid of a little bit of a little bit of hemming and hawing and uhing and you knowing and uh, for the most part kept pretty much uh, everything intact just from memory of when we recorded it i was like man how much of this shit do we really want to air how much is is arable without making people you know want to fucking slit their throats and then i got listening to it and i was like you know there's a lot of interesting information and and in here and it's good stuff i mean it's uh it, it was you know i don't know if you had a chance to listen to it um, yeah, I did. Okay. And I was like, okay, first I thought, you know, man, this is going to be rambling and, and just all over the map. And I was like, well, you know, actually there is a, it's holding together, you know, it felt like it held together in kind of a, an arc. There was a little bit of backtracking in points, but for the most part, it, it flowed pretty well. 
Yeah, I was surprised when I listened to it because I, you know, I thought, oh, this is just an, this is just me complaining and being negative for an hour and a half. I don't even know if I can make it all the way through. But right. I listened to it pretty much nonstop all the way through, and mm-hmm. I was like, although we we did repeat ourselves a few times, which we sure. do anyway. Yeah. Um, I was like, you know, this isn't that unlistenable. <laughs> right. Right. I, I think you were. It's, I know with your your Facebook post, you were like. <laughs> I think I can't remember what you put uh, know, referencing yeah. is good it was like getting, yeah, yeah good I luck getting through this or I something say. like that yeah. Yeah. yeah but it's completely listenable um, without sounding you know too whiny or or anything you <laughs> oh know? yeah I mean it, yeah I, I think for some people out there that you know it it might be words that they needed to hear so. We'll see. Yeah, I I think so too. Yeah, I mean, well, I I think I certainly needed to say all the things I said. That's for sure. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and and that may have been really helpful. You know, in why we're doing another show tonight because I, <laughs> it did help me, you know, to get a lot of things off my chest and talk about it. But yeah. Uh, oh yeah. You know, I'm still not a hundred percent back to where I would like to be. Well, but it, are any of us? Can any of us be of ever us be? be right? Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. so, yeah, I was just having a conversation with a coworker today mm-hmm. where we, we, you know, and it's funny because, well, as you probably know, yeah, sometimes you work with people and you really don't know where their politics are. You can kind of assume right. that you could be wrong. Oh, and yeah, so I kind definitely. Of, mm-hmm. It. it it came up to uh, this coworker of mine that I don't see every day. He's not in a, in my office every day, um, and and um, but we talk a lot. And um, th- when we started talking about it, I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's gonna be in the same mindset as me, and he definitely was. And you know, after I thought about it, I'm like, yes, he's he's married to a Hispanic girl. Well, she's actually Dominican, a Dominican girl. You uh-huh. know, he's he's going to he you know he's gonna have the same feelings that I do. Ah, uh, uh-huh. yeah. Sometimes but, but you never know, right? Because you know, and sometimes at work, you know, you want to try to put a firewall bet- between talking about politics or religion, right? Or anything. Absolutely. Because yeah. sometimes you, you know, because you may find out things that you don't want to hear, and uh, <laughs> exactly, and could make your work life uh, less enjoyable. Definitely. So, right. Yeah. yeah so. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, it creeps out, like, though, no matter what you, you do. It's just going to come out. It's just like when you're gay, Mark. When you're gay, when you see an attractive guy, <laughs> maybe it's the same for, for straight guys. I don't know. But, like, when I'm gay, I, when I'm gay, I'm gay. When I see an attractive guy, I just automatically assume he's gay, too. And I don't want <laughs> right? him to tell me he's not. I'm oh. much better off living in my own little fantasy yeah, world. Sure, sure. <laughs> right. Hang on. You know, so, sure, hang on to that fantasy as long as possible. I I understand. Right, sure. right. So same thing with this. When I meet people, I just assume they're Democrats, and I don't want. <laughs> I don't need to know anything. I'm happy in my delusion that everybody's as liberal and uh, Democrat right. oriented as I am. Yeah. Over time, though, you're you're obviously going to find out by little little things said here and there or whatnot but uh right right um hopefully you can you can keep that mystery popping along for as long as possible it it makes for a lot a lot uh more pleasant uh work environment absolutely yes yeah (laughs) what you gonna do all right all right so let's get on to the the show all right 
if you don't mind. Sure. Yeah, we may as well. We'll get the ball rolling here. Yeah. Right. In three, two, one. Keeping Podcast Weird from the live music capital of the world, Austin, Texas, the city that brought you that douchebag, Greg Abbott. Hey, those fuckholes, the Texas legislature, that guy who got stoned with Stevie Ray Vaughan back in 1976, and a whole bunch of other musicians that live here in town. And of course, those flea-bitten, disease-ridden, uh, Mexican free-tailed bats, the largest urban population of Mexican free-tailed bats. It's a slippery slope with the dazed and confused and stunned Mark Browner and Lodger. Oh, man. I love it. That was awesome. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. wow. Sometimes you just got to throw uh, a jab in there every now and again. Yeah. You know, uh, I love the... the uh, the well, I, there's a guy who does radio here in Austin named D- Dale Dale D- Dudley. Oh Dale, yeah, Dale Dudley, right? Uh, uh, yeah, on KLBJ. Yeah, on, mm-hmm. yeah, and he calls. Uh, one, one day I heard him on the show call Greg Abbott the rolling homophobe, and I just thought that was the greatest <laughs> thing ever. I laughed so hard I'm surprised I didn't run off the road. Oh yeah. But I was like, oh boy, is he ever? Yeah, unfortunately, so, among other things. Among other things, yeah. hey, I want to, I want to, I want to start the show with the, the disclaimer we we decided we'd use last episode, which is, you yeah. know, we know life is shit, but we're doing the show anyway. <laughs> <laughs> is is, is that, that's that's the that's the statement you wanted to make? Okay. Yeah, well, I have more, oh. but that was the state. I was when I was listening to the last episode. I was like, from now on, we should start the show with that disclaimer. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to start the show with that disclaimer. <laughs> we know it's bad. We know life is shit. We're going to do the show anyway. Hell yeah. Um, we gotta, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta spend our. Oh, you okay? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, yeah, we gotta spend our time somehow. So may as well be doing it this way, right? Yeah, absolutely. So let let mm-hmm. me. Last night I wrote kind of a thing I wanted to say, and uh, I yes. haven't read it since I wrote it last night. So I'm going to read it now. So uh, so here we go. If okay. You're, if you're okay with that. Sounds great. Okay. I was waiting for a miracle, some magic switch to flip, with a magic reason to do the show, and and there just isn't one. There are no miracles. So uh, what, I de- what I decided is I'm doing this show for myself because I like doing it and I enjoy it. And so I'm going to do it for me. I don't care if people listen or not. I just want it to be fun for me and fun for you. And I think you have a good time doing the show, too. Um, oh. I- it's a long one. It's a long one. So let me keep going. Keep going. <laughs> I- I- this word always throws me. I am a, a solipsist. Mm-hmm. Solip- solipsism solipsist yeah yes and this 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 is for me i'm not going to let anyone take it away from me and i'm not going to let anyone ruin it for me and um i, I look i'm i'm so impressed with what young people did in the last election the you know when bernie sanders came around i thought this guy 
has no shot. And, you know, there there was a real groundswell of young people behind Bernie Sanders that really impressed the hell out of me. People, young people who got involved, and I know some of them got disillusioned, but I, I really thought Bernie Sanders would be a flash in the pan, and he's, he's not, and it's because young people really got behind him. Hmm. So I'm impressed with, with what young people did in the last election uh, and what they continue to do every day. So I can do the podcast for them, too, uh, for the ones that care, although there probably isn't many people under 25 who listen to this podcast. <laughs> but, you know, maybe there's one mm -hmm. and maybe my voice saying, be yourself, love yourself, be weird, be strange, be honest and true. Maybe there's one person listening who needs to hear that. So I'm saying that now, and I will try to continue to say that on every show in one way or another. Um, for the young people who do listen out there, I'm sorry, we're leaving you a world that has to continue to fight for uh, that you can have to continue to fight for. Uh, boys and girls, it is my fault. I completely take the blame for my lameness and my generation's lameness and our inability to stop evil in this world, our inability to leave you a world that works for you. That's my bad. That's my generation's bad. I'm sorry. Now I'm going to crawl back in my hole, and my hole is a place where I like, like to talk about TV and movies and pop culture. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your complete statement? That's my complete statement. And ah, I'm sticking to it. Very well said, sir. Um, yeah. Thank I th you. I think your sentiments uh, carry a lot of weight, and there's probably a lot of people out there who probably feel the same way. So, uh, well said. Yeah. Well, thank you. Well, you know, Mark, you do so much. You know, we talk about this all the time. You do so much work for this show. You, you, you do all the technical stuff. You work really hard on it, and I really appreciate that. And it's really, you know, it's it's super amazing to to do something with you like this where we can have fun and talk about stuff but also you know I, we we have a, a message and that message is have fun be yourself don't let anyone stop you from being yourself that's really what we're saying here right yeah we may say it by talking about well, the walking dead and <laughs> right. and uh other stuff but that's what that's what it's about. So yeah, I mean the 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 sheer fact that people are listening to our voices, uh, choices that we made to do this podcast, and so it's 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 part of who we are. So we're going to continue and Absolutely. be a beacon of of brightness and shininess for people out there, <laughs> if possible. Well, yeah, and and yeah, I mean, I I definitely. You know, I, I get really negative at times, but I like I, I would love to be more positive as much as I can, at least for an hour and a half every week. <laughs> if I can eke out some positivity, <laughs> then that's all. That's good for me and good for America. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's all I ask of you, Lodger, is an hour and a half every week. <laughs> that's about all I can muster, but we'll see how. All right. How it goes, so. Okay. Yay. Okay. Well, that's awesome. So glad um, to hear it, bud. I, yeah. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate it. I, yeah. I, you know, I, like I said, I kept waiting for something. I was just looking for a magic. You know, I was looking for that aha moment where, oh, uh, now I can go on with life, and, uh, and that's not out there. Right. It's not gonna come. You know, that was like waiting for a miracle. You know, miracles really, you know, they don't really happen that often. So, mm -mm. you know, I had to had to make my own miracle. Right. There you go. I mean, you know, 
good <laughs> good things do happen in the world, but they're they're certainly not tied to some divine intervention. It's like we have we have to make our own uh, miracles. So there you go. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know, we're we're still gonna call bullshit when there's bullshit. I don't think we can stop ourselves from doing that. Oh hell no. Uh, we're gonna call Greg Abbott a douchebag whenever we feel like it. Yep. God damn it. We're gonna we're gonna point out the fuckery when we see the fuckery. <laughs> the so. sheer fuckery. The sheer fuckery. <laughs> the, tom, uh. the, the tom fuckery that we see out there. Oh yes, I forgot. So. <laughs> hashtag hashtag tom fuckery. <laughs> hashtag tom fuckery. I'm gonna call out that tom fuckery when we see it, man. So Ab- absolutely. Anyway. Absolutely. So wow. <laughs> okay, that's wild. Um. <laughs> yeah so uh hey uh, uh-huh. so anyway we're gonna we're let's just dive right in okay um <laughs> you know what before we we jump into our our tvs and tv and and uh other stuff uh i i just want to mention that you know we do have an email address and if people want to send us some uh some secret messages you can uh email us at slope at ltvpod.com or you can communicate with us uh, through our Facebook page, which is a slippery hate. slope, right? On Facebook, yeah. Hate, yeah. hate on the Facebook page is going to get deleted, so free speech doesn't exist on that page. Uh, no, yeah, we we will we will cut that shit down. That's a that's, <laughs> this is a that's a creative uh, web page, not a not a fucking troll web page. So I mean, <laughs> Facebook page. So there you go. But uh, you're right, absolutely. But speaking of email addresses, we do get email, and we received an email from a very important listener of ours, and his name is Tim Christensen. He's actually— oh, Timmy! Yeah, that's uh, John Christensen's brother, who uh, uh, most, most of you have already heard about, and I think we've also mentioned Tim on this podcast before. Um, Pretty but, sure we have, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, he sent an email to me, and I think it ties in a little bit because we've— uh, we uh we reference this particular person uh every week or at least almost every week. And so anyway, let me read the email from Tim. And he was like, "What is the meaning of the wonderful song I'll come running to tie your shoes?" <laughs> so any, <laughs> so anybody who doesn't know out there, "I'll come running to tie your shoes" is a song by Brian Eno. And uh I think I had actually uh, pasted a link on our Facebook page to that particular song, I'll Come Running to Tie Your Shoes, the Dolly's Car version. And, you know, mm-hmm. for for Tim's information, there are actually two versions of that song. One of them is on the album, uh, what is it? Uh, 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 the album... Another Green World. Uh, another Isn't Green on World. Another Green World? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. yeah, it's on Another Green World. And then there's the Dolly's Car version, which is quite a bit different. The lyrics are completely different, as a matter of fact. It's like the the Another Green World version is is kind of sweet and beautiful. It's it's kind of a song of longing or uh, or even voyeurism, kind of admiration from afar. So it's a very sweet and beautiful version. The Dolly's Car version, however, is and it's probably the one that Tim is talking about because that's probably the only version he's heard, the one from Dolly's Car, which is, like I like to describe it as a submissive's love song for his dominant, for his or her dominant. And, uh, 
and the lyrics in that song probably bear that fact out. For instance, mm. you know some of the lyrics in that song. Some well, of first the- off, answer me. Answer me this, if you if you know, because I don't. Okay. Or, or I've forgotten. If I do know, is Dolly's car have anything to do with Nino other than covering that song? Is it is I don't mean, know who that band is. You mean you know the the band Dolly's car is completely different. Yeah. Has nothing to do with Nino, as far as I know. So they just covered his song and changed the lyrics. Uh, no, 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 no. Eno, the, the Eno's album, Dolly's Car, is actually a bootleg album of two different live performances that he did. Uh, one was at uh, uh, the Reading Music Festival in 1974, and uh, another live performance that he did with a band called 801. Um, uh, mm-hmm. No, wait, I'm sorry. The, the, the one he did... The one he did with the Winkies as a backing band in 1974 was at oh, that's uh, right. was at uh, 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 live at, live at the BBC or something like that. But then the uh, the, the other part of the album that went on to Dolly's uh, the other live performance that was part of the album Dolly's Car was with 801 as the backing band at the Reading Music Festival. So ah okay. So that's what it is. But anyway, getting back to the song, and and I said it's it's kind of a, a a submissive's love song for his or her dominant, because, I mean it's got it got some amazing lyrics in here, and uh, well the lyrics I'll find a place somewhere on the carpet I'm gonna waste the rest of my days. Okay, those two first lines are exactly the same as the original version. But then it changes right. and it goes, "Do all the dreadful things you might ask me." Can't get too light as an ashtray. I'm not sure what that necessarily means. Can't get too light. Of course, there's an alternate version that says it uh, It means can't get through life as an ashtray. And then I think somebody else said condemned to life as an ashtray. That, that might be a more hmm. accurate reading of that. But then it goes on. It says, yeah. I, I want to be your silver service. And I think that's kind of a reference to someone bringing a... Uh, a silver tray of food or or tea or someone you know providing service being submissive to someone and then and then the next line is it that's the capper man it's like, i want i want to be your smallest room okay i want to be your the smallest room is a reference to a bathroom or a toilet so it's so it's there's there's a little bit of a, a scatological reference here. It's like you know basically I, I I want you to piss on me or shit on me. And I think there's 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 some uh, music scholars out there that are maybe just it's just rumor that uh, Eno uh, had a sexual proclivity to where he liked to, to be pissed on. But that's that's just rumors I've heard and. So what, you know, everybody's got their kinks. So <laughs> whatever. Uh, uh, and then the, then the last two lines of the song. And, and when wow, we're off on a deep end here. <laughs> did I blow your mind there? Hey, Tim. I'm just, hey, I'm just hanging back, man. Hey, hey, Tim, did I blow your mind? Okay, and then the last two lines. And when you have to keep an engagement, just leave me here. I'll wait in the gloom. So if that's not a definition of a, a submissive's love song for his or her dominant, I don't know what is. So there you have it, Tim. That's my best interpretation 
of what I'll come running to tie your shoe is all about. Oh, yeah, and of course, the chorus is, I'll come running to tie your shoe, or some people say shoes, but uh, every lyric file that I found said it was just shoe. Um, so anyway, and that's that's kind of a submissive task as well, tying someone's shoe. Now, in the other version of the song, which is more lighthearted and warm, it could be, you know, hey, I... You know, I want to be loving toward you. I want to do things for you. But in this version, right, I, I think that's it's more... the impression I got. That, well, yeah, that's... It's and, much more of a... Although, although I, you know, I'm much more familiar with the Another Green World version. Right. Which I really don't know. You know, I, I don't know the lyrics off the top of my head. I've just... The chorus is the main thing. And to me, it's always been about someone who is so into someone that right. they're willing to do whatever, you know, they're willing to do whatever, including bowing down, obviously a submissive p- position to tie their shoes, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so, yeah, it's definitely always had that feeling of I'm willing to be your slave right. is kind of what that what he's saying, basically. Yeah. So, you know, so that's uh, that's the but best yeah, interpretation. Those lyrics on, the, yeah. on the on the Dolly's car version are definitely much more obviously sexual and and um, sadomasochistic sexually. Right. I, in my opinion, uh, agreed. I, 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 I don't I, think uh, I don't think you can read it any other way. Uh, but you right. know, but just listening to it and and not understanding the words, it's such a beautiful song because the chorus is so beautiful. No matter which version you listen right. to, you know that's what's amazing about it it's it's it it, it transcends its lyrics um yeah. right yeah well i think so too because even if you you know listen you know i've just listened to it uh uh in passing you know i've never really like sat with the lyrics and read the lyrics and gotten deeply into it i've just heard it a million times and of course all i really right. remember is kind of the chorus mm-hmm. and the chorus is on the studio version is just seems very loving it's not even it's right. not even oh i'll be your slave you know i'll come running to tie your shoes i'll be your slave it's more uh-huh. like uh, you know i i'm going to be there in the good times and the bad times i'm willing to right. d- do whatever i need to do for you because i love you mm-hmm. you know i'm willing to get down on my knees and tie your shoes if that's what you need someone to do to help you right um, so it's you know it's interesting the other thing that's interesting to me is I would have never gotten the insinuation of uh, of the smallest room being the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, that's that's an Did old you? that's an old colloquial term, probably more English than in American usage. American, huh? Yeah, because yeah. to me that that line, I, 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 I'm, what is that line? I'm willing to be your smallest room, or I want to be your smallest. room? I, I want room, to be or? your smallest room. Yeah. Yeah. To me, that if you look at it poetically, not knowing the reference, it's mm-hmm. just like saying, I want to be, you know, I'm willing to be a small thing in your life. I don't have to be a vast thing in your life. I could just be the smallest room wow. and I would be happy. So, yeah. So it's well, got well, some. Yeah. It, it could be read in different meaning. ways. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's poetic no matter how you look at it, but. St- <laughs> but the the bathroom reference is probably a little more jarring. <laughs> well, and the and the yeah, definitely the lyrics that you read from the Dolly's car version is a a little bit more um, easy to read as sexually submissive, right? As opposed to as opposed to just 
submissive for lack of a better word you know uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah interesting agreed yeah so i hope tim that that has enlightened you in some way and uh uh hey feel free to email whenever you want to and everybody else and out happy there happy birthday tim oh, we missed right. your birthday by a couple days but happy birthday yeah i think i think uh you may have posted something on his facebook page no wait Oh, I did, yeah. Does he have a Facebook? Although I, yes. Yeah, yeah. Although right. I don't think he gets on there very often. I don't know. but uh, um, I can't blame yeah. him. I can't blame him for not getting on very often. Yeah. Well, uh, we can at least wish him a, a slippery slope happy birthday. So, absolutely. happy birthday, Tim. Right. Happy birthday. Yep. So, well, cool. Yeah. Hey, you know, did your wife tell you, by the way, that um, her and I have started kind of tentatively planning our San Francisco trip? Uh yeah, I think I've uh I've, I've seen some trip. yeah I've seen some reference to it and uh, wow that's gonna be a blast. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, all of us all of us going is kind of a group that uh, it's gonna be a whole hell of a lot of fun because uh, the the time that Sierra and I got to spend in San Francisco was like only a a few hours so we never got to you know do the the full the full run you know uh, you know because we yeah. had a rental car and we were going up to you know, further Northern California to visit her mother and uh, sightsee around there as well. So, yeah, only got the short, short, short version. So I look forward to us spending a good amount of time seeing a whole lot more of what uh, what San Francisco has to offer. Yeah, I've always wanted to go there. And so um, uh, it's, it's quite a few months away that we're doing this, but... Um, it's yeah. exciting. And I was, I kind of had to pin Sierra down on, uh, see if we could kind of agree upon a, a, a date range that looked good for both of us, even though I know it's a little early, yeah. um, just so I could, could get a couple of things organized. So, um, it's exciting to start planning it. Um, it'll mm-hmm. be late in the summer before we go, but, um, yeah. it will be fun. So hell yeah. Even in a world of shit, there's always something to look forward to. Right. Well, I hear they shit on the street in San Francisco, so I don't know. People have told me no. For some for some reason, it's come up that there and where was the other place that was it New York? Yeah, it was New York. That that people sh- just shit in the street sometimes. Oh, because I don't because there's a a, a large uh, homeless um, population well, in those maybe, cities. Maybe that. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Well, sure. I mean, I don't think uh, people who, you know, own their own smallest rooms are going to be shitting in the street. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I mean, even even so, it's like, wouldn't you find an alley or something? You got to do it right in the street. But but it's a it's a political statement. It's a political statement. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and, you know, they used to be. Yeah, maybe that's and and rightly so. Um, <laughs> it, it used to be, too, that they allowed a lot of nudity in in San Francisco, especially, I think, in the Castro. Uh, it was uh, it was accepted to walk around nude um, in public. And apparently they have gotten more strict on that in the last few years, which is yeah. Kind of frustrating. I don't mm. really want to walk around and see naked people, but right. um, especially most people who are naked are people you don't want to see naked. But <laughs> but um, but it certainly makes it easier you know, to take a shit in the street if you're naked. It, it well, this is true, <laughs> grasshopper. So 
Anyway, oh, you know. Okay. Yeah. Hey, hey, how how's this transition? One thing is for sure, you don't see people taking a shit on network TV shows. Hey, by the way, did you watch? <laughs> <laughs> That's my segue. Okay. Good. Uh, All right. <laughs> did you watch This Is Us last week? I Two did. Two ago, I guess it was. Indeed, I did. Indeed, I did. Uh, shocking, shocking. Oh. The last, the more last than one shocking thing. Well, that's true. Oh, that's that's very true. Yeah. Well, yeah, there was well, a lot of surprises. One was shocking in an eye-opening sort of way, and one was shocking in a horrific sort of way. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, definitely. And we, we never say, by the way, spoilers are coming up. We're going to talk about a lot of TV shows here in a minute, and and we'll, there will yeah. be spoilers in everything we say. So, yeah, you just be forewarned. We don't, you know, right. because this show comes out a, about a week after we record it. It's usually about two weeks, and some of these shows have aired. So if you haven't watched it yet, then you know, fuck you. Yeah. You're, so. Yeah. <laughs> You're way behind, way behind. Yeah, wow. Get the turn on the DVR. What are you listening to us for? Go watch TV. So, <laughs> so uh, definitely there was the shock ending where uh, Toby, uh, the boyfriend of I can't Kate, Kate's yes, boyfriend, Kate's boyfriend, who traveled traveled yeah. all the way to wherever Randall lives. I don't even know. I can't remember where that's supposed to be. Maybe uh, it's New York. Yeah, I think it's oh, New it York. Must be. Yes. Be, or, yeah, because Randall, uh, because uh, uh, Kevin right. goes to his house and still does the play. So anyway, exactly. Toby, uh, Toby passed out at the end and was in the ho- and was rushed to the hospital. And it certainly looked like he wasn't going to make it. Yeah, he collapsed in a heap like, you know, something horrible happened. Like he had, a, you know, tra- he was traveling for six hours on the plane in a cramped seat. He might have had a uh, pulmonary embolism, which I hear is common on airplanes if you're sitting in a cramped position for a long time. I could see where that would happen. Well, yeah, and he really made 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 it known he sat in a cramped area, and uh, right. he, he said between two guys uh, the same size as him, which would have yeah. been horrible in a center seat, as someone my size can tell you. Exactly, that would be awful. Yeah. Um. So, so that was re- I. I was really surprised. Yeah, when he when he keels over at the end of the show i was like oh my god i did not see that coming at all right and of course it was right after him and kate had reconciled so you're you're in happy in a happy place right where they've they've sub not even subconsciously but told you throughout the show nothing bad ever happens on christmas eve well toby might die and right so, <laughs> you know that's gonna be wrecked well i think they they, then, they gave us the red herring of possibly the doctor dying but he didn't die he survived um right but then they then they uh just you know blindsided us with this toby collapsing thing man so yeah yeah and right totally at, unexpected yeah uh, right after having sex with kate too so yeah know. well that's and that's another thing you know what's someone mentioned who saw them i guess it well, maybe it was randall's wife who was like you're breathing kind of heavy right you know and, and uh, so, like, he was already. Mm-hmm. But, 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 you know, us as viewers probably laughed it off because, oh, yeah, well, you know, he just got through Bone and Kate, you know, so, hey. Right, yeah, it was done in a very fun kind of wink-wink uh, kind of a way. Right. And um, so, yeah, so you're not thinking anything negative or, you know, it doesn't cause you any concern at all when they're talking about that. Uh-huh. So totally unexpected ending. And right. then, of course, there was the revelation that Will has a boyfriend, apparently. Wow. The, the yeah. grand, the African-American grandfather has a boyfriend. Wow, yeah. 
and played by a, a, a very well-known actor who's done uh, various a whole bunch of uh, seasons of American Horror Story. I can't remember oh, really? the I can't remember the actor's name. And See, I don't watch American Horror Story, so I didn't know that. Oh, that's I've seen that actor before in stuff. I yes. recognized him, but I don't know his name. Yeah. And um, it, it was it was really interesting when Will was at the I guess Alcoholics or Narcotics Anonymous meeting and right. and uh, talks, and then the the then you very quickly realize the next guy that's talking is. Uh, Someone who uh, has a relationship with Will, and you're like, oh, right. and yeah. it's funny because I don't, I don't remember. Sorry, I don't remember what happened two or three episodes ago, but there was a little hint about it two or three episodes ago. I don't remember what it was. I just remember when when that revelation came in the last episode. I was like, oh yeah, they they slightly hinted at that at some point. Oh, but, well, I I don't recall any of, any of any hinting. Uh, I wish you, have, you you had a specific detail to, to I, jog I know, my memory. I wish I could remember, because it you know it may have been one of those hints that was so light that I just thought it was my you know I think everyone's gay anyway, so I was just <laughs> may have you know I may have blown it off as being oh Lodger <laughs> you're reading into something that really isn't there something you know uh, but I don't remember but anyway oh, I know what um, it was it was when William first met Kevin. He was looking at him like, "Hey, <laughs> I used to, <laughs> no, I used, I used to watch the Manny a lot." <laughs> it may have been, it may have been in that episode though. Oh yeah, it may have been something hmm. he said to Kevin or something. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I wish I could remember. Anyway. Okay. Uh, well, such a great show. Research it for next time. <laughs> oh, sure. I'll go back and watch every episode. Oh yeah. <laughs> you don't necessarily have that ability, do you? You don't have. Uh, uh well well I guess I, I could, it would be on Netflix, wouldn't it? If or some uh, other I don't do Netflix, of course. It's, but it's, um I could you watch I, it on it like ABC.com. Yeah, NBC.com. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah, I think you can watch most of them. Uh, like one of the shows I like to watch that I it, that's on opposite This Is Us is um mm-hmm. The Real O'Neills, which is a great funny show. Um and I, I have to watch out at abc.com because I don't have I, I refuse to get some a DVR and so I have to if it's not on live then I have to find another way to watch it. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a lot of folks. That's like that's like last night, man. Um, I was I had on my calendar. I was all excited about the hairspray. Um, you know, sh- live performance yes. on TV last night. Yes. It was the night of my office Christmas party. I only oh. got to see like the last thirty minutes of it. Wow! I was, well, and the, I thought the last thirty minutes were great. I'm so disappointed. So yeah, I've heard nothing but uh, good comments from people that have have seen it. So uh, yeah, okay, so good on them. Yeah, it it looked really fun, and uh, I so I'm like uh, I, I was, you know, sometimes they repeat it on a Saturday night or something. So I looked, and it doesn't look like they're doing that anytime soon. It may be. I, I'm I'm wondering too if they won't put it out as a DVD at some point. So I mean I'll see it eventually, but it looked really fun, and I was really kind of disappointed that I didn't get a chance to see it live. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because because when you see something live, even though it's televised, you know that there are millions of other people who are watching with you, and there's some sort of a a uh, feeling of connectedness when you do that. Yeah, I think so. And then also just the anything can happen feeling, you know, because there was even in the half hour that I watched, they stumbled 
crossed a couple of lines and, you know, a couple things didn't work exactly like they were supposed to. And, and that made sure. it really fun to watch. Yeah. Right. Just to see what, you know, keeping right. your eyes open for every little thing to see what happens. Yeah. That's the excitement of live TV. I mean, that's the way, uh, television was in the fifties when they did, uh, live uh, uh teleplays sometimes so yeah mm-hmm. yeah you know that was like too there was a there was a sitcom on a couple of years ago called i think it was called undateable did you ever watch that uh, it had a comedian in it chris uh, chris i want to say chris delaya but that's not his name okay no um, I, I don't recall it so it um so they were about to cancel it, and so that for the last show of one season, they did it live. Oh! And it was so good, and people raved about it so much that they decided to do the, the to do another season and do every episode live. Wow! So they they were able to eke one more season out of it, but it was fun to watch because again, the, you know, as a live show, just to watch how they moved the cameras and the things and and made it all work as a live show. Yeah. And, and of course that you know that it was fun because sometimes the actors would break up and and sure. uh you know it was just it made it really a fun uh you know event every friday night when it would air to kind of watch a show and see what would happen so wow well i mean right there is a, a good argument for peeing for people for peeing <laughs> for people <laughs> for peeing on Eno no for people to go out and and go see live theater because you can see oh, that I, oh yeah you can see that super up close and personal uh, so, absolutely yeah so. I definitely saw you know hairspray again uh, John Waters such an amazing guy amazing director writer personality yeah you know the fact that Hairspray started as a movie, yeah. uh, just one of just a John Waters movie, although one of you know his most tame movie for sure, okay. but a fun, great movie. Right. Um, and and then they made it into a stage play, uh, and then they made a film of the stage play, which was great and fun. And now they've done it live. I mean, it's just such a great, you know, thing. And it's funny right. that it's. It's it's very accessible. It's very fun. Certainly, you can take your kids to it. There's nothing. It's got a great message about you know because it's set during the time when they're integrating uh, races on a, a TV dance show, teenager dance show. You right. know, it's certainly got a great message about inclusion and and um, you know all that. Uh, it's it's funny that it's written by this guy who is probably one of the most perverse film directors <laughs> yeah. of all time. You know, that's true. That's what's so John Waters. You know, like I'm I've met him twice. He he did things here at the Austin Gay and Lesbian uh, Film Festival oh, okay. where he would he did right. public speaking kind of things. He does a public speaking thing that's really great. He's a uh-huh. anyway. They had like a meet and greet you could do afterwards, and so I had him sign one of his books for me. Oh, that's and awesome. When, yeah. He's so nice, and I just wanted to hug him. It was like when I walked away after he signed my book, I was thinking, man, all I wanted – I just was like, come here so I can hug you. <laughs> yeah, you should have. You know, <laughs> And, and uh, it's just a likable guy. And this is a guy right. who had divine eat dog shit in a movie. I mean, <laughs> it's like, wow, talk about extremes. <laughs> True. One extreme to the other, you know. Well, it just proves that he had he had range and uh, staying power. And, uh, you know, he's a complex human being. Like, Absolutely. Uh, like most people are. And that he, he, <laughs> As are we all, yeah. Yeah, he's not a one-trick pony. 
And he proved that. Not at all. Time and time again. And uh, well, Absolutely. you re- you remember Sierra and I saw him at Fun 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 Fest where he did his uh, spoken oh yeah spoken word thing. Yeah. Uh, so that was entertaining and enjoyable. So, but you uh, actually yeah. got to meet him and I uh, got, g- got an autograph. So that's that's pretty pretty cool. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's just, you know, he's just one of those guys that there's, you know, there's nothing. I don't think there's anything phony about him. I mean, he's just himself. And, right. and I always find him interesting. Well, you know, we talked a few episodes ago about going to see um, uh, multiple maniacs at the Alamo. Um, yeah. And. And then after that, I watched an interview online that he did talking about the new uh, the new Criterion release of the movie. And, you know, it was like a half hour long. And before I knew it, I had watched the whole thing. He's just so interesting and mm. likable mm-hmm. that, you know. Yeah, I can see that. If you that. ever get the chance to yeah. uh, see him do a live speaking engagement, oh, it's worth every penny and every moment of your time. Right, right. Okay, cool. Huh. So... Would you say we he's, did get off on a slippery slope there? We, but. we did, we did. But uh, I mean, that's that's what this show is all about. We <laughs> like I'm to sorry, do that. What were you going to ask me? Oh, I don't know. I was just saying. I was just going to re- make an observation that he's he's a perverse intellectual. He is, and <laughs> God knows we need more perverse intellectuals in this world. Oh my goodness! Oh, yes, yes, we do. The, we do indeed. The blandness. That's what's killing me more than anything, I think. Just the overwhelming blandness of of the world right now. <laughs> there's no there's well, it's all it's all shit colored and gray. <laughs> we need more pinks and greens and blues and yellows. Uh we do. So we do indeed. But uh, you know, the world of entertainment is expanding and, and, and interesting and, 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 and growing. Um, it's just uh, the general population is just lagging a little bit. Yeah, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it, well, it's so easy to get. It's so easy to get stuck and feel like uh, uh, heaven forbid that you have any little bit of personality. The world is going to squash you like a little bug, um, and you just got to have the balls to have some personality and let and let the trolls say what they're going to say. Uh, yeah. Fuck, fuck them. Right. You know. Yeah. I mean, they'll try. They'll try to squash you, but you know, they don't. They don't always succeed. So, aim high, kids. No. Aim high. Whip out that rainbow flag and fly <laughs> your freak flag. Yes. So, speaking of freaks, no, I have. I have no. I have no. Uh, no segue for this one. Um, <laughs> okay. Next on next next on the list, The yeah. Walking Dead. Oh, The Walking Dead. Yes. Uh, or sh- or should they call it wow. the, the Walking Negan at this point? <laughs> the Negan Dead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As we've talked about, I'm not a big fan of the guy who plays Negan or the character himself. Right. Um, but at least in the last episode, we got a good old heap and help in a Carl. We, yeah. I love me some Carl. Yes. I mean, I I think uh, uh, was it Chandler Riggs definitely got to. Uh, stretch his uh, acting wings uh, on this yeah. episode. So, yeah, it was great. And really, for the first time in, I think, a couple of years, did he actually have something to do that was interesting? Yeah. I don't think they've given him an interesting storyline for a while. Right. I mean, he got his eye poked out, but that was just something happening to yeah. him, not right. Not a real not a real character arc by any means. Yeah. Um, did you watch the, so, talk, the Talking Dead afterwards? 
I did. Where Chandler was saying that he, he had been waiting for so long for this arc to finally, you know, come into uh, his range to be able to, to, to do this. You know, he's been following along in the comic, you know, book and right. he knew it was coming, but he just he, he was just uh, chomping at the bit uh, for this to actually uh, come to fruition. So. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, yeah, I think because and I don't, you know, I don't read the comic. I don't, I don't know if you do or not, or or, no, or read I, about the comic. I've got a coworker who kind of creates spoiler ah. si- spoiler situations by talking, you know, far into the comic book future, and I'm like, well, but the show isn't necessarily fall. Yeah, I know. <laughs> not not too bad yet, you know. Oh, okay. But uh, you know, so. But uh, there, there are moments where I'm like, la, 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 putting my hands in my ear, yeah. my fingers in my ears. But uh, Well, that yeah, that's why I don't like to read about the comic books, because even though I know the show doesn't necessarily follow what happens in the comics, right. um, I, I still don't. You know, I still don't want any inkling. I mean, my whole right. thing from the beginning has been one day I'll read the comic. Like when the show is over, maybe I'll read the comics because uh-huh. then you can get that story separately because – Right. To try and keep up with both. Oh, and, yeah. And also not want to know what may or may not happen to right. one of the characters. Exactly. It's not what I, what I really want. So, so yeah, I was, uh, you know, I was definitely excited that um, that there was an episode where, where Chandler Riggs got to do some acting, even oh. though it was with the guy who plays Negan. Right. And, they definitely had chemistry. Yes. It certainly was better than uh, Negan on his own with Rick or someone else. So right. it was interesting. I was in, I was interested for most of the show, and um, super interested on what's going on. Where's Jesus, and what's going to happen with that too? Oh, well, that's true. Well, what's interesting is that finally we're getting to see a little bit of Negan's world, and you know what his home base is like. And uh, uh, some slight hints of humanity, as twisted and perverse as it is, uh, especially when he's, you know, when he when he finds uh, Judith and is playing with her, and you almost you almost see a warmth there, but it's such, but it's so creepy because he's such a vile and evil character. You still see that there's there's some semblance of a human being there as as perverse and twisted as he is right but you also cuz you get that to me it was like oh i i got that feeling of you know this guy takes people's wives away yeah what's to stop him from taking somebody's daughter away well i know you that's know? that's that's that yeah that could be very scary or, uh, so I know I'm really interested. Yeah, if he's sitting there on the porch when Rick gets back, uh-huh. what's what's going to happen oh, there? You know, is oh, that fuck. is that? Yeah. So it definitely, I agree with you. Yeah, that was an interesting moment for a variety of reasons, and right. and there could be so many levels to that. You know, mm-hmm. that that's what really makes it interesting. So right. Um, and it sounds yeah, like it sounds know, like he's going to stay there until Rick returns too. Yeah, so. he was like, "Oh, I like it here." Yeah, he mm-hmm. could be there for a long time, you know. Yeah, it's almost oh, like he, I... <laughs> he's taking a, a he's taking a Mayberry vacation. Right, right. <laughs> oh, I loved when that when Olivia slapped him. That was such a great moment. Yeah, that was um, funny. I think mm-hmm. that's that character's name, Olivia, when she slapped him. I, I he believe says so. Such he and I actually laughed out loud when after she slaps him, he says, "Ooh, I'm." 
50% more turned on now or something. <laughs> right. And I exactly. freaking laughed out loud. And I was like, oh, of my course. God, Jeffrey Dean Morgan got me to laugh out loud. at one of his stupid yeah. quips. Finally, uh-huh. I just, you know, that was just so funny because, oh, you loved it when she slapped him. And then he comes mm-hmm. back with that fucked up, creepy answer. And you're just like, oh, man, this guy is twisted. <laughs> right. And I think, yeah, it's another another insight you have in uh, have of Negan is that he on some level respects people who defy him or, or bristle against him who don't just bow down to him. I mean, obviously, obviously within, within boundaries, but, um, right. Yeah. But he definitely has that aspect to him. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. An adult, person tries to do what Carl did and that the person's dead but because it was Carl and he's young right. and and you know Negan sees a bit of himself I think in that his rebellion in that yeah um well also it, yeah also you know he 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 has some respect for um what's um what's Dwight's uh ex-wife the one he was yeah, I can't remember what her name is right but yeah but I know she, who you're talking about she she kind of puts up you know some resistance to him, and I think he's turned on by that or likes it. And and of course right. when of course right. when Olivia slapped him, he 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 had a new appreciation for her and her her strength. You know, so right, yeah, yeah, so, um, yeah, yeah. I'm you know I'm still not a big fan of the Negan character, and I'm still not mm. a big fan of the guy who plays him, right. But, that this last episode was the first one where I where uh, it got inter- it really seemed interesting to me and I actually especially with the ending with Judith I'm interested to see what happens next ooh, so especially um, like he's holding her and playing with her and he's talking about burying Carl and and Rick in the flower bed you know that's that was the creepiest uh, bit yeah. right there at the end yeah yes yeah and and you know not to uh, not to be too gross, but uh-huh. there is a few other sinister things you can imagine when he's holding a little girl. Oh, you know, he's Ooh. certainly I mean, there's that creepy element, too, where you're just like, yeah, where, where what is what is his real thoughts? And I know they wouldn't explore that too deeply on on the show. No. But I mean, there's that little cringeworthy element of he's a little too fond of this little girl, uh, you know, uh. which which just makes it creepier, you know, which just adds another fucking layer to it. So. Well, that yeah, that's true. I, I, I'm not sure where they're, they're going to go with that. But uh, I don't think they'll go anywhere with that because it's not not. on a network show. But but I mean, as a viewer, you're sitting there going, "Okay, he's a little too fond of this Uh child. What's what is this all about? So, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, makes it interesting. As diabolical as Negan is, he still has a code of ethics as, you know, bizarre and strange as it is, you know, I think it was. I don't know if it was in a previous episode or what he's, you know, he. He very adamant against uh, rape happening, and uh, so I mean it's like he has some sense of morality. I mean in some areas, but in other areas, he he's so twisted and and broken that you know. But yeah, uh, because because he may. I don't. I don't recall the episode. What the situation you're talking about, where he was against rape. I think. I think it might have been something that uh, the guy who was reading the comic book had mentioned to me. 
Oh, because um, certainly what he does to women is, you know, he's one of those he's like a twisted rapist who wants you to submit to him and then he doesn't think it's rape. Right. It, well, you yeah. Know what I mean, if, you know, if, if he makes if he makes you his wife, quote unquote, he, how could it then how it, could it be rape? Then it's not rape at all, is it? <laughs> right. Right. And I think, yeah, you know, so I mean, and because there's also there's a hint of uh, between him and Carl of something, you know, there. I, it's it's not really homoerotic, but it almost is. It's so it's right. It goes right to that edge and then stops because he's certainly, uh, you know, talking about sexual things to Carl and right. And, you know, it's, so it's more like that cre- creepy father who takes you to the whorehouse kind of feel to it. But I mean, it's it's, it's <laughs> there's a sexual right? yeah you know there's a sexual thing going on there. Not necessarily between the, you know not. You know what I'm saying? Not between him and Carl, but that thing of like a father, right? To a certain degree, would be uh, yeah, or could or be, could be or could a, be. or a PE teacher to a PE student. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You gotta watch that harder, harder. Um, <laughs> you impressed anyway. me, kid. You were able to climb that rope. <laughs> you want to come over to my house this weekend and climb a rope for me? I need some rope climbing done. <laughs> that that came out worse than I imagined it. I wasn't uh, anyway. I got a I got a length of hemp that needs pulling. <laughs> oh man, whatever. I got a snig. I got a singlet. What is it called? A, a singlet? Yeah. That you can wear. Is that what wrestlers wear? A singlet? Yes, I think it's you're right. <laughs> yeah. I got this singlet I need you to try on. Okay, anyway. Uh, slippery slopes. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. That, but that does lead me to my uh, my gay show that I love called Eyewitness. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so, you, you've, you've been talking about that. You've been watching that. Yes. So yeah, it's only got a couple a couple episodes left. It'll wrap up before Christmas. Mm. It's on USA on Sunday nights. It's on the same time as uh, Talking Dead. So I watched the repeat at midnight. Oh, um, okay. Um, and really, it's got a lot of stuff. There's a lot of subplots and storylines going on, and so, and most of it is pretty typical um, crime drama kind of stuff. Oh, okay. Um, Mm-hmm. So, so the only reason I wanted to mention it is that I do like watching it because the the two young gay characters, uh, it's kind of, it's watching their their relationship evolve has been really interesting, and so it, it's uh, it's it's a good it's an interesting show for that reason. Right. The rest of the show, eighty percent of the show, is like, eh, this is like you know any episode of Law and Order or CSI or whatever. Oh, um, okay. But the 20 percent of the show that's about the two boys and their relationship, because one of them is very closeted Uh, and uh. he's he's he's, you know, trying to figure himself out. And he's been kind of negative and at at times a little too violent and stuff about it. Um, Not really violent, but, you know, aggressively denying things. And anyway, Uh, just watch watching their relationship has been interesting. Um, 
and and you know you have to get through the rest of the show which i mm. the there's a the lady cop on there and damn it she was in another show i was reading about her online and i'm like who is this and i can't remember what show she was in i mean she's an interesting character she's got some backstory that they're slowly revealing that's kind of interesting okay. and um but the rest of the characters and their backstories you know and, and what's going on with them isn't as interesting uh, but okay. it's just one of those shows you know i think it's just i don't i can't foresee that there would be a, a season two. Oh, really i can't imagine yeah i mean i don't i don't know where it would go if there was a season two maybe there could be but they might have to do um, a, a reboot to go down a, a different storyline if possible right it might be one of those things where they they move to something else completely different or yeah i mean it would be great if there was a season two and it was about the two boys but i don't think that's what's gonna it's gonna be about um, uh, okay. Oh, I know what I wanted to tell you about it too. I, okay. Have you ever seen? Have you? You haven't watched it, have you? No, I haven't. I, I can't imagine. Uh, and you haven't probably seen any pictures of the cast or anything. I, I don't think I have. No. So one, it's you know the two boys. One of them's a, a blonde. They're like seventeen, eighteen. They're not really little boys. You know, they're right. anyway. They're young um, men. There's a blonde. Yeah, there's a blonde one and a, uh, a a brunette one. And the blonde. So I was reading about them online seeing what i could find and the blonde one is bill paxton's son oh really the guy who played wow yeah yeah the guy who was in twister right um, yeah yeah of course it's his it's his son and and That's when you know that and look at him you can you can kind of see uh, it's, it's so i found some pictures online too of him and his dad and and in the pictures the kid has darker hair so i don't know if he's i mean he's obviously bleached his hair for this this uh, uh, or dyed his hair for this role yeah um and he looks way better as a blonde in my opinion but um <laughs> but it's really funny because in some of the pictures when you see them side by side you can really kind of see the resemblance but if you just see this kid with blonde hair on his own you you would never be like oh he kind of looks like bill Paxton. but oh, i just okay. thought that was really interesting because mm. um uh, he's really, he's really good. The two kids are really good in it. They're, you know, they're totally believable and, um, and, and it's fun to watch them make out as well. So, yeah, but okay. I just thought that was really interesting that it was Bill Paxton's son. It's kind of cool. Yeah, that's pretty wild. You were talking about the actress, uh, Julianne Nicholson, I believe. Is that the actress that plays Helen? Uh, yes, she plays Helen well, Torrance, yeah, according yeah. to this. What yeah. Was she- are you looking at something that shows what else she's been in? Um, yeah, uh, she's been in a lot of shit. Wow. Um, let's see. What, oh, uh, she was in something like she was in. She was in CSI or Law and Order, or one of those shows. She's in Boardwalk Empire, Masters of Sex, August Osage County. Uh, yeah. Covert Affairs. And I don't even remember that. The Good Wife. Uh, wow. Royal Pains. Um. Jeez, she's been doing a lot of stuff. Law, uh, Law and Order, Criminal Intent. That's yeah. probably what she's most known for. She was like, I a, would, I would a, think so. Yeah, assistant district attorney, or, or or maybe she was one of the cops. I don't know. There's she ma- was on there for more than she was on there for seasons, not for just a couple episodes. No, she was like, yeah, twenty four episodes from two thousand six yeah. to two thousand nine. Yeah, so she was a, a wow. fa- fairly regular for those years. So yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, she's cool. she's been around a long time. So, okay. 
Alrighty. Yeah. And, you know, and uh, she's really good. I really like her character and she plays it very well. And her character definitely has a secretive past that you find out more and more about as the show goes on. And so uh, it, it's going to be some sort of big reveal here towards the end, I think, about her history. Um, mm-hmm. And and that that is interesting, too. That is probably the second most interesting thing about the show. Wow. So, OK, no, that's cool. Um Gosh, I might have to break down and start watching it. I don't know. I got yeah. so many other so many other shows. That I, I've, yeah, that, I don't uh, know if know. you would. Uh, like I say, it's one of those shows that's hard to recommend unless you're unless you're gay, really, because then okay. the story the story between the two boys is nice, and it's it is kind of nice how, although it's a part of the show and part of the plot, mm-hmm. it's also just you know it's just kind of like the story of these two boys trying to. F- figure out one of them trying to figure out who he is and okay. and 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 accept the fact that he loves this other boy you know okay so it's so part of the story is that and the other part of the story is like a police procedural yeah basically okay. yeah okay yeah so well so you, you know, know i just got through watching a go figure a police procedural called um what the fall hell was it called oh called the fall with jillian anderson you know who, oh, who hmm. played, uh, you know, Agent uh, Scully. Scully on the uh, yeah X Files, and uh, yeah, it was like a British British crime drama. It was like filmed and set in Northern Ireland of all places, and she has a English accent and a believable one, and she plays like a a, a a police investigator who's going after a serial killer who, by all accounts, appears to be a normal family man. He just has the proclivity that he likes to kill um, young brunette um, professional women. So (laughs) I just want to bring that up because, you know, you jogged my memory with the police procedural type thing. Isn't it nice? Isn't it nice when killers have a type? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Is that a um, is that like a a. Yeah, uh, is that a British show? Is that one of those That's, ones where it's just X amount of episodes, um, or is it an ongoing thing? Um, I think it's well, you know, I'm not sure. I think there may be a season two to it. I I, I don't know. You know, Sierra was the one hmm. who started watching it, and I just kind of caught up with her. And actually, at some point, I was watching it. You know, late into the night uh, while she was sleeping and actually got ahead of her by a few episodes. So it's funny. <laughs> and uh, but um, oh, I know there was a yeah. The last episode was a big cliffhanger where the serial killer is finally captured. But after he's captured, someone else who happened to be chasing him that was not a police officer ends up shooting him. And so you don't know. Has he lived? Is he alive? Is he dead? Hmm. Anyway. So it sounds like there would be more episodes coming then, or are there still some you haven't watched? Uh, I think there are more coming in a second season. Oh, cool. Yeah. Interesting. And it's called? The Fall. The Fall? Yes. Hmm. Interesting. And I think it's it's a reference to a a poem by a famous uh, English poet. So how that ties Hmm. into a serial killer, I'm not sure. Uh, I didn't. Right. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't actually plan on talking about this tonight, but since you know the word police procedural popped into my head, I needed to just bring it up. But it's definitely worth watching. Just that sounds you interesting. Know, just because it's got Jillian Anderson. Come on, she's great. Right. 
I mm. like her a lot. She's a good actress. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, yeah. that that yeah. reminded me um, when we talking about British things. Did you and Sierra start watching Dirk Gently? Yes, we've we've only watched uh, the first three episodes, but hey, I'm in, man. It's it's a great story. Um, it is, and it, it gets better and better every episode, in my opinion. Uh, agreed. You know, the first couple of episodes is there. You know, it's just a lot of setup going on. Certainly, the whole first right. episode, and and right. and lots of mysterious things like who is this and what are they trying to do and and you know the. Over time, you know, those things get revealed, and you're like, "Oh, okay, I'm st- I'm starting right. to un- I'm starting to understand this universe uh, here, and and what's yeah. going on, and who's who, and and what's what, and what the hell's going on, and did that did that girl um, did that girl's brain get sw- s- switched with that corgi? You know, those kind of questions. <laughs> well, well, right, right. <laughs> well, it's really interesting too that you know, there's that character of the. The dirty-haired girl, for lack of a better way to describe her, who's with the, uh, with the oh black yeah guy. yeah yeah that's that's and an interesting her character. Name, mm-hmm. Yeah, her name is Bart. Really interesting. But um, you're several episodes in before you're like, what? Who is she? And what's going on with her? How right. does it relate to the rest of the story? So I'm actually right. se- I think I'm seven episodes in, mm-hmm. and. Oh, okay. You yeah. still don't really know. You you, re- you still don't really know where where she came from, who she is, and why she's doing what she's doing. So, right. but you're getting closer to that being revealed. Oh, obvi- okay. It's pretty obvious. Well, so, one thing you know about her, she is indestructible. You're right. Yeah. And <laughs> or, what's interesting is, uh-huh. you know. V- you're several episodes in. You're three episodes in, and that's really all you know about her. Yeah. You know. Pretty much. Yeah. That's true. Yep. And and because it's a totally different tangent coming towards the center of the story, right. but it's way out there when it starts, and it has uh, – I, I think she says in one of the first three episodes, and forgive me if I give something away here, no. but the only thing she really says is that she wants to kill Dirk gen- gently. Right. She says that's, that pretty early on. Her, right. Yeah. yeah that, that's her that's, mission. That's that's her mission. Yeah. But, you know, I'm seven episodes in, and I still don't know exactly why oh. that's her mission. Okay. So – it's a it's a slow build on that one for sure. Right. But yeah, it's it's very you know I it's when I went home for Thanksgiving, my mom and and uh, me and a couple other folks in the family watched the first two or three episodes of it, and I got to rewatch it, and I was like, wow, there's a lot of stuff in the first episode that I didn't catch ah, that now uh-huh. makes sense. Okay. And it's like one of those ones where, you, you know, I think once the whole series is over, I'm just going to start over and watch it over again because mm-hmm. there are a lot of little things they say in the first few episodes that make a whole lot more oh, sense. Okay. The second time when you're first, nice. you know, when you know more. So well, it's really it's well written. Right. What what I still want to know is how is it that Todd, when he was working at that hotel, saw someone who looked exactly like him in one of the hotel rooms? So. That, yeah. that that I don't know yet. Do you already know the answer to that? Um, uh, getting closer to that answer, oh, but n- okay. not not quite. All right. Uh, not sure exactly how that happens, but hmm. yeah, it's really interesting. Right. Um. Okay. <laughs> because because like by the seventh episode, he has the coat that he's wearing in that scene. Uh huh. 
So, so, oh, okay. so you can okay. see, right. you can that, see it building towards that, you know. Hmm, interesting. So, yeah. interesting, yeah. And the whole thing about the lottery ticket. How did that happen? So, oh, well. Right. Uh, yeah. Everything's right. connected, man. Everything's yeah. connected. So, you know, you it's know, a really the, good show, and I like it more and more. Right. I, I can foresee one day in the future that the guy who's playing Dirk Gently could possibly play Doctor Who one day. Time will Ooh, tell. Yeah. Time will tell. I could. I really like. He, he's the guy we were talking about who played. He was in Dreadful. Dreadful. What was the name of the, uh, Penny Dreadful? Oh. Oh. Okay. Which, what did he? Which I didn't watch. What did he, he play in Penfield? Oh, did he? Oh. Yeah. I had no idea. I think when he played Renfield, though, he had these big glasses on, so you couldn't. So maybe that's why I didn't recognize so him. He, he, he Clark Kented you. <laughs> yes, he Clark Kented me. But, unless, unless I'm completely uh, yeah. off base and, and I just didn't re- recognize him again. <laughs> well, you know, I didn't I didn't watch Penny Dreadful. I just read that online because I was like, who is this guy? And he's never been in anything I've ever watched before. But yeah. he's perfect as Dirk Gently. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's, he plays. I mean, it's like if um, Douglas Adams envisioned this character in his head, which I'm sure he did, uh-huh. I bet he looked and acted just like this guy because, uh, to me, he's perfect as Dirk Gently. Right. I, I agree with he's, that. He just nails it. He <laughs> nails it. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. And, I mean, he's adorable. Don't get me wrong. I watch every episode waiting for him and Elijah Wood to kiss. But, um, <laughs> but he's, he's adorable. Of course. Of course. Of course. Yeah. But he's – but he, because they haven't said they're straight in the show because uh well uh, and so i so i assume everyone is gay until they say otherwise <laughs> right but, so they will they shall remain ambiguous <laughs> yes but so you know he's very he's just really good he he in my you know the show's well written i think and and interesting but he certainly makes it worth watching his performance True. especially if and if you're a fan of hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy and by god mm-hmm. who isn't right um i you you know it may take you two or three episodes to get into dirk gently but you want to watch it it's really fantastic and it's really oh, yeah. douglas adams i think would be really happy with oh it. yeah the, the, um, the, the source it's, it's done well right a, a good show comes from good source material and there's definitely good source material and uh so yeah I, yeah and, uh, I've, and I, they've I been true to it. to it i mean i haven't read the novel but it feels very true to what douglas adams style seems like so oh, yeah i, I would um, agree with know, that you know being that we've we've both seen uh, uh hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy the the bbc version and uh, right so yeah which was amazingly um great at so true to the material oh yeah um better than the movie know. better than the movie yeah for sure. oh yeah the movie the movie is not not worth your time and effort in my opinion uh, right the uh, movie has better special effects but the tv show is just a a, a better all-around production my, yeah, much closer to the true to to the what the more true to the novel for right. sure. Sure, and, because and fun at, and quirky you know, and yeah, Douglas, very British, yeah, very British. <laughs> D- Douglas Adams was still alive when the uh, the BBC version uh, was done, so I'm sure he was there to uh, offer um, technical advice, or at least as executive producer. I hope. Yeah, yeah, I, I. 
I, if nothing else, I think he was certainly okay with the, with the BBC version. Right. I mean, I, I just don't feel like he would have any kind of problem with that with mm. that version of it. Oh, no. The movie, I think he would not be proud of. Yeah. I don't think he would be very. Uh, yeah. But anyway. Um, well, his his estate made a lot of money, so that, I guess that uh, helps. Good for them. The kids, the kids don't have to work. Right, so exactly. I don't, yeah. I don't know if Douglas Adams has kids or not, so I don't. Know. I, yeah, I don't know either. But, but uh, whatever. So hey, we're. I know we're. We we talk forever, and I knew this episode would be long. Yeah. Um. Pretty long. But I do want to. I do want to talk about one more thing. Two okay. more things. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do sure. you? Do you, so. I watched this show. I've watched it since it came on about four seasons ago. It's on, I think it's on the History Channel, oh. and it's called the the Curse of Oak Island. Have you ever watched it or heard about it, or have I told you about it already? <laughs> um, is it a treasure hunting uh, show? Kind of, yeah, yeah. Okay. Basically, yes. It sounds familiar, a- and I I I don't know if I've actually seen any of it, or if I have, it's only been like an episode. You and I may have talked about it uh, because I've watched it for a long time. It, it's one oh. of those shows on the History Channel that, mm-hmm. you know, it's an hour-long episode every week, but you get about five minutes' worth of information out of it, <laughs> you know. Right. It just, it, they repeat it, it, themselves, it, and there are a lot of commercials. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could this be the swamp that they're like? – you know, it, it's <laughs> the, narrate, the narrator, you know, constantly yeah. trying to get you psych, psyched for what's going to happen next, and, and then, you know. No, nothing happens. Yeah. Uh, no, it is not. <laughs> okay, um, it's not that. But okay, it's called it's called Curse of Oak Island. Uh-huh. Oak Island is this little island off of Newfoundland in Canada, hmm. and there are these these rumors and legends that um, there's all kinds of rumors and legends that treasure is buried there. You know, some people think um, the Ark of the Covenant is buried there. Oh boy. Some people think, uh-huh. yeah. Some people think that. Um, uh, sh- uh, Shakespeare's uh, unpublished works are hidden there. There's sure. all why wouldn't they tons be? of theories? Yeah, <laughs> but but there's uh, so and there's all kinds of rumors and legends about the Knights Templar being there. Okay, and uh, Masons being there. Um, you know, and and even um, further back than when people originally thought Europeans got to. Uh, uh, America and Canada. So, okay. um, It's a really interesting show because they keep, they, you know, it's one of those things like there's a thing where they find this, this well Mm -hmm. made of where there's rocks, you know, where, where it's made of slate rocks stacked up. Right. And they go down on a crane. A guy gets on a crane with a camera and goes down into the well. Yeah. It doesn't go down too far, but part of the way. And one of the rocks has a little triangle knocked oh. out of it that that of course is a you know the triangle is a masonic image I, yeah yeah um i, I think i think i it, saw that episode yeah that could weird. just be a random thing uh-huh. um you know certainly could just be a random coincidence that there's a triangle there or mm-hmm. it could be a triangle that meant something completely different or it could have something to do with knights templar and the masons well I, but yeah i could believe the the part about it being you know part of the masons because i mean it's obviously 
stacked uh, stones that were uh, put together. So you know, there's there's definitely a, a Masonic connection. So yeah, that makes sense. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a really interesting show, and this hmm. year they have really brought in some heavy equipment. Oh. There, there's there's a whole thing where. People have tried to find treasure and dug for treasure on this island for a hundred years now or more, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's it's apparently booby trapped um, hmm. in certain ways. Okay, and so people have gotten down a few feet in underground or several feet actually, and then all of a sudden, the chamber they're in will just be flooded with water, like they've hit a booby trap. Interesting. Um, um, so, is this a real documentary or is this kind of a embellished documentary, kind of like the Snake Island uh, one that was on, I think, the Discovery Channel, where they go to this island where there's, you know, there's a deadly snake every, you know, three feet. Um, I don't know if you saw that one, but anyway. No. Nope. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I don't this know. is this is real. This is real. Yeah. These guys who are. These okay. guys who are are their brothers. I think their last name is Lagina. Are are hmm. trying to to dig there, and they you know they've had to get all kinds of permits. Okay. They've had to agree t- to give any major discoveries they make to the Canadian government or the government oh. of Newfoundland. Okay, I mean they and they're spending millions of dollars, but they're I think they're wealthy from doing right. from being involved in some sort of business. I don't know if they were in construction business okay. or what kind of business. I can't remember. But no, it's a real thing, and there are people okay. who have treasure hunted on this island for years. Yeah, seven people have actually died trying Ooh. to find some hmm. some guys in the I think it was in the fifties or sixties. Some right. guys were digging and went down in this tunnel and uh, got to a place where there was some sort of deadly gas. And oh. Hmm. Uh, this guy died and his son went down to try and get him and he died and two other people went down and tried to get them and they died. Whoa. I mean, there, yeah, there have okay. been people who have died on this Island. And, right. um, so it's really, in, it, it's, okay. although you have to, it's one of those shows you can almost turn on and do other things while you're watching, because like I say, right. you know, there's a lot of, of him hawing around as my dad would say, there's a lot <laughs> they, of, there's they, a lot they parse out real information at a very slow pace. Right, yeah, definitely after the commercial. Um, so, you know... It, <laughs> Lots it of cliffhangers. Be, I could, yeah, I can see where some people would be really, really frustrated with it um, because it, it takes an hour and there's, you yeah. know, you've got to wade through a lot of shit to get to something interesting. That's why um, you need a DVR, but, man. <laughs> That's the main well, reason to get a DVR to... To, to, I, to maintain yeah. your sanity of not having to watch all those commercials in between. Right. You know. I mean, I I always watch it while I'm on the computer doing other stuff or something. But okay. it's one of those shows that every time it comes back on, I'm interested because every mm-hmm. time they get, it seems like they're getting a little closer. And this <laughs> time they've got really big equipment to dig. If they if they wow. don't do something this year, if something doesn't show up this year, then maybe I'll be done with it and everyone will because uh, – yeah. because you got to have a payoff at some could, point, right? Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't see how they could use this equipment they're using and not get some kind of an answer. So, yeah, it's okay. really it's really it's one of those shows I've watched quite a bit. And it's and, I, you know, I'm not a big fan of of History Channel shows. I don't mm-hmm. watch many, but right. um, 
But this one really caught my attention and is just kind of interesting. It will okay. be really interesting if they find anything there. Um, you know, they found one time. The only thing they found really is they found a goal, an old Spanish coin that was like from the 1600s. Okay. And then there's That's things like there, there's things like where they've found coconut fibers, which were used hmm. it, back in the old days for filtration. But there's no coconut trees anywhere near that island. So they had to be um, brought in from somewhere else. Brought in. Hmm. Yeah. And just really interesting stuff like that where it's like, yeah, it's definitely one of those ones uh, when it's done. Maybe you can buy the whole buy the whole series on DVD and then watch the four seasons in uh, two hours. Right? <laughs> Fast forwarding right through the non information. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And and then okay. there's another show that comes on after it called Hunting Hitler. It's about these guys trying to find out if Hitler really died uh when they said he did, or if he actually escaped Germany and went, there's to, a big thing to South, now South America went, or something. Went mm-hmm. to South America, yeah. Okay. Um, and that show's really interesting too because it's another one of those shows. It, it you know, it's a typical History Channel, just like Curse of Oak Island. It moves kind of slow. Yeah. It slowly reveals stuff. They they fuck around quite a bit, <laughs> but yeah. You know they're they're finding they're finding really interesting things in South America and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, another one of those you know this also plays into what's been going through my mind lately of the fuckery yes. you know our government lying to us uh, at the end of uh, World War or whatever or the end I guess it would be of World War II and yeah. telling us Hitler was dead when that's probably not true mm-hmm. and I realized that it was probably best for American society that we thought he was yeah. but you know you know we've just been lied to and lied to so much right well um, I mean there the, were there were the a government. lot of yeah I mean there were a lot of Nazi war criminals that did in fact escape to South America so it's not beyond the realm of credulity that uh, it would it could be true you know um right yeah you know the whole certainly lots of yeah the whole thing about you know his dead body being thrown into a pit and burned seems a little suspicious um right you know. and and is is horse is horse shit from 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 they've pretty much said that that's not true that okay. it's been well i guess it's not that it's been proven that it's not true it's that um yeah. You know, there's supposedly the bones were buried and then someone dug them up and had them for a while and then, oh, they've disappeared. Right. So they can't you know? even do, you know, DNA tests now because there's nothing right, yeah. nothing left to do DNA tests on. Now, you know, right. granted, anything on the History Channel, maybe you should take with a grain of salt and maybe look for other sources to, uh, you know, kind of give you a little backup to what they're saying. But, uh, you know, that's up to you. And, uh, yeah, so. well, and I think, uh, you know, uh, yeah, again, I uh, being kind of a typical American, I guess I was totally unfamiliar with the thought that that not, you know, we all in our in our own little minds just assumed that, oh, the war ended and all the Nazi uh, uh, war criminals were tried and and they either committed suicide or they were put in jail or blah, blah, blah. You know, n- no one ever said, oh, some of them got away and went to South America. Yeah. You know, well, or, I mean, or even the f- we've we've heard of some people like, you know, uh, Joseph Mengele, the, you know, the Dr. Death or whatever they call him, who did all the, um, you know, scientific or so-called right. medical experiments on uh, uh, concentration camp victims uh, who was uh, I think he was 
brought to justice eventually. You know, there was a Nazi war uh, uh, criminal hunter. Uh, what was his name? Simon Wiesenthal. I think there's a, right. an institute named after him that still, you know, has all of his research. And still maybe there are people who are seeking out uh, the dwindling supply of uh, Nazi war criminals to this day. So, you know. I think it wasn't right, yeah. like, you know, like within a couple of years ago, I think there was a, like a 90 something year old um, uh, concentration camp guard who was particularly cruel to prisoners who was recently brought to justice. So, yeah. Right, right. But, but I, uh, yeah, the the big but, fish you know, Hitler, you know, was never, yeah, never well, captured. And so. just the, you know, again, for for younger people or people like myself who really aren't. Uh, totally, you know, I, a lot of people are very familiar and, and obsessed with World War II, and I just have a kind of a typical interest in it. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I, don't, I don't know as much about those things. As, and so there is some interesting stuff that it's like, oh, I just never stopped to consider that, yeah, war, the Nazi war criminals or the, uh, m- big members of the Nazi party probably dispersed all over the world. And, right. you know, just different things like that, that I'm like, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and, and also another thing it talks about is how South America was really an ally to the Nazis during the war, which is something I didn't really know. So there's a lot of interesting history there. And, mm. and it, it, you know, again, the, the cool thing of just, oh, are they going to find out that Hitler was there, you know? Yeah. you interested in oh it. yeah definitely i mean if if they come up with some you know some bona fide evidence that would be pretty shocking right you know so yeah, uh, yeah yeah and uh oh you know what i said about dr joseph Mengele? i don't think they ever actually caught him i think he ended up dying somewhere in south america and was buried somewhere i think there was another nazi war criminal that i remember there was a big 60 minute story on you know in the 70s of but i can't remember who that particular Nazi war criminal. Yeah, I think they referenced him in one of these episodes of uh, Hunting Hitler um, because wasn't he in South America when they found him? Yes. Yeah, I think. uh, Yeah. Yeah. I think a good portion of the 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 ones that they caught were were in South America. Yeah. And so, you know, I didn't even really know those things. That, yeah. that there were Nazis that went to South America. So well, in, I'm, interesting. I'm, sure, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who, who don't know that. So yeah. Um, yeah. So shows like I mean, this can be educational. Yeah, it? that's what I kind of like about it is you can you it's educational for people who are completely ignorant of the facts like myself, right? And, or or never considered them. Um, yeah. And then it it has that added point of being you know a kind of a mystery show uh uh and so it it keeps you captivated keeps you captivated because of that yeah so but uh you know like i said before don't take everything that you see on the history channel as as uh 100 true i mean you, you should check out other sources just to kind of help bolster what they may be you know claiming of course uh at least it's not on the Discovery Channel. Anything that calls itself a documentary on the Discovery Channel, don't believe a fucking word. That's the one that had that uh, mermaid, so-called mermaid documentary. Oh, Do you yeah, remember hearing about yeah. that? Yeah. Fuck yeah. them. Fuck the Discovery I mean, Channel. They're, yeah. They are the most dishonest fucking network when it comes to these pseudo-documentaries. But what's the History what's Channel, the channel that they're has... fine. They're fine. 
What's the channel that has all the the little people? Oh, that's the learning channel. I don't know. There, there's there's no oh, learning. Okay. There's no learning on the learning right. channel anymore. There's no learning on the learning channel. There's no real discovery on the discovery channel. <laughs> and the history on the history channel is, is um, what would you call it, suspect at best. Well, so. <laughs> maybe, you know. I, 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 won't, I won't go that far to say it's all. But, uh, yeah, definitely just for your own information, try to find uh, yeah. corroborating evidence elsewhere. You know. Though, yeah, those things should be jumping off points, starting points. Right. Um, right. It should. Which it should, that's another. It should make you interested in learning more and seeking right. out information at other sources for yourself. So, in in that regard, hey, more power to the History Channel. Right. I mean, it's just like the Curse of Oak Island thing. You know, when you see that, mm-hmm. although they do talk about the Knights Templar, and most people are familiar with Knights Templar from. Uh, uh, yeah. That movie with Tom Hanks and that book, what is right. it called? The Da Vinci um, Code. Right. Um, but it's one of those things where when I first started watching the show and they were talking about that, of course, I immediately got online and was like, you know, who are the Knights Templar again? And, yeah. and you well, know, it, it makes you want to find out more, which is a good, a good thing. It makes you hungry true. for more knowledge. Because there's yeah. a lot of misinformation about the Knights Templar as well. So, you know, you, you need to right. – uh, to, to seek multiple sources to, to, to find out what, you know, what that's really all about. Right. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if it, if it causes you to go out and educate yourself, then that's great. More power to it. Yeah, absolutely. Hell yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're getting close to the, I mean, yeah. was, I could go on another hour, but I know. I'm wondering but we, if we'll have another episode before Christmas. Uh, Let's see what 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 is today uh, the eleventh? We're recording this on the eleventh of November. No, today's uh, the eighth. De- December, excuse me, the eighth of December is today. Yeah, yeah, it was a couple so of that would get few posted, days ahead. Mm-hmm. I would get posted around the fifteenth, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it'll be uh, yeah and next Wednesday. Fourteenth mm-hmm. or fifteenth. So yeah. if we did another one next week or on the fifteenth, that would get posted around the twenty first, twenty second. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. That'd be great. Oh, well, that way I'll... we we can talk about uh, the Christmas movies you want to talk about. Yeah, we'll talk about the Christmas <laughs> movies and Christmas songs and all that stuff next episode. All right. Uh, in addition to all the other things, because we should have more time because a lot of these shows are like Walking Dead is done until February, I think, and and This Is Us is done until January or February, so we may be looking for some things to talk about. Oh, that's right. <laughs> to distract myself from the real world. When is the uh, when is the mid-season finale of Walking Dead? Or it already happened. I, I was, thought that was. Oh no, it's that's coming up. Isn't there one more? Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. you're right. There is one yeah. more. Because they showed previews one for thing, the next one. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, see, and I don't watch those. Oh, I actually okay. mute the TV and and turn my head away and look at the computer. Oh, because I don't, I don't, okay. I don't like knowing anything. Okay. And they always tell you. The worst is when they tell you something like. Don't you hate those shows where it's a cliffhanger? Like, like, can you imagine if on This Is Us they did the show and then Toby keels over and you and you think he's dead and then they show a scene from coming up on the next episode and it's Toby walking around and you're oh, like, well, well that I guess would the motherfucker doesn't die. That would definitely but be a spoiler. Do that all the time. You uh-huh. know, they do that all the fucking time. It drives me crazy. Right now, didn't they in the in the the, the previews 
for the next episode, they showed Toby in the hospital with a bunch of tubes and down his throat and stuff. They did. Yeah. And he certainly looked like he could be dead. So yeah. Well, yeah. But yeah. that was, you know, at least you're not sure. At least they didn't do some, you know. Right. I've li- I'm trying to think of a, a, a funeral scene or something. That'd be horrible. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Because they've done, they, you never know when some stupid network is going to do that. I've, they've done it. I've been disappointed when that has happened on yeah. cliffhangers before. And so right. I don't even give them the benefit of the doubt. I turn my head. Mm. If I'm with other people who want to watch it, I actually stick my fingers right. in my ears and go, La 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 la, because I don't want to. <laughs> you don't, don't want to hear it. I don't want to see it. Right. You don't want a preview. You want to be completely surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It is uh, not to not to get into a long story. I'll try and make it short. All right. That all started for me with the Blair Witch Project. I I, oh. I, I saw mm-hmm. before I saw the Blair Witch Project. There were all this all of this stuff on TV about how they made it, how oh. they kind of tricked the actors while they were filming it. You ah. know, they would leave stuff for the actors and then not tell them they were leaving things, and oh. then the actors would find it and kind of do their uh, do their own real reactions to seeing mm-hmm. things and different things. Anyway, well, I think I was I saw all that before. I think I was lucky. With the Blair Witch, I didn't have all that extra information going in, so yeah, it was. I I, I left going, wow, was that is that real or what is that? Oh right, just yeah, because I I I had seen all this stuff about it. Okay, and so Mm -hmm. then I saw the movie, and I was completely unimpressed by the movie. Yeah, and I thought, wow, wouldn't it be great? And that had been a big film at Sundance, I believe, and I was like, wow, Mm -hmm. wouldn't it be great? To go to a screening at Sundance, know nothing about this film and see it, that would right. be a completely different experience from yeah. what I experienced. Sure, you can, and, and you, that can, was the, <laughs> you can forgive all the shaky cam if you're actually enthralled yeah. with the story. <laughs> yeah, if, yeah, you know, and also, you know, I knew going in that it was a movie based on a legend, but wasn't was it was all fiction yeah you know if you watch that movie and thought maybe it really was the because it's so documentary done yeah that it would be easy to believe it was a real thing where people were filming themselves doing something yeah if you just walked in off the street and had never seen it before exactly but the minute you know it's fiction it's completely it completely ruins the movie it's right. it's not worth watching and um and that was the point where I went, you know, from now on, I'm going to do everything I can not to see previews or anything uh, okay. that might ruin something for me. Well, that, and it's funny to me yeah. that people want to see them because I'm like, why? It's just going to ruin it for you. Yeah, you know, I know. I mean, some some people, yeah, they 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 want to know the story before they see the story. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, but uh, I mean. Oh well. And not to get off on another tangent, but uh, I watched a movie this week called Captain Fantastic. It's got Viggo Mortensen in it. Right. And uh, I I bought the DVD. You know, it was one of those movies that I did see that it was uh, had gotten some buzz during festival screenings, and then it came out, and people were kind of saying it was really good. Okay. I knew nothing about what it was about. I just hmm. bought it on DVD because the buzz was it was a good movie. So okay. I went into it not not even knowing what it was about. Wow. And it's a really unique movie. And okay. I was like, wow, I'm glad I had no idea what this movie was about. I was immediately captivated and interested and wanted to know where it was going. And mm-hmm. and yeah. Just to tell, you know, and okay. I was like, that's how I like to see a movie, man. <laughs> sure. It takes you on a journey that you don't know where you're going. And so, you, yeah, right. it makes it so much more exciting. 
That's uh, yeah. yeah, that's beautiful. And that was one of the cool things about doing film festivals too, was you would just kind of go see a movie. Right. And it might, it might be shit and it might be one of the <laughs> best things you ever saw. You know, <laughs> well, you didn't true. know what you were going to get. Yeah. And it might be about something totally interesting and it might not be, but you yeah. know, uh, most times you, you would have a sentence. If you were lucky, you'd have a sentence about what it was about. Mm-hmm. Just kind and of, and then a, you'd walk a, in and sure. A miniature a blurb. blurb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so anyway, cool. that's why I don't like previews. <laughs> All right. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Especially for TV shows where you, you know, I'm already watching the show. You don't have to convince me to keep watching. So, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I think, you um, know, I mean, I like to, s- sure. Some networks get carried away with, uh, with, oh, with their yeah. previews of the next episode, it's like uh, you may oh. as well. Why not just give them the entire next episode if you're going to give them right. all this extra information? You know, that's like Project Runway. I love Project Runway, and at the end of every segment, it's like coming up on Project Runway after <laughs> this commercial, and you're like, yeah. "Fuck, I'm not going anywhere. I'll right. be here after the next commercial. You do not have to tease me. You don't have to tickle my balls. I'm coming." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's good that's good and on that note (laughs) right yeah so goes another episode of a slippery slope (laughs) absolutely absolutely hey man Uh, excellent episode came back strong came back strong this is awesome yeah i had a good time yeah me too me too I'm just I'm doing it for me because I love doing it. I love the sound of my own voice. Thank you for <laughs> thank you thank you for letting me do it. Yeah, uh, I I'm, think it was great. We, we we had a good we had a good purge last episode, and and it allowed us to uh, you know try to move forward and 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 make the show great. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Even I, though even though the purge. world even I though needed to purge. Yeah. Even though the world is shit, we're still gonna do a good show. That's right. We're, well, at least we're going to do the show. So if it's good or not, I don't care. I have fun. Yeah, that's you true. You have fun, I think. I think you have fun. I'm pretty I, sure you I, do. I've, I had a blast tonight, definitely. Cool. Me too. Me yeah, too. So. It was fun. All right. So why don't we close this puppy out, man? All right, man. And you know how we do that? You have a thing you say. Yeah. I say tune in <laughs> next week. For another fabulous episode of A Slippery Slope. Don't you say slide on in? Oh, slide in next week for another fabulous episode of A Slippery Slope. (laughs) Good night, Alan Campbell. (laughs) That's a callback to our talking about Lube TV earlier. Boy, that's right. Man, wow. Damn, I almost forgot that one. Um, That's great. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) 